Hello, friends. How y'all doing? Oh, man. Funky Phil, Rolling Sticks. Uh, Drum Brigade Podcast. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I hope everything's sounding good for you guys. Let me double check this. Let me double check this. Okay. A little bit different of a recording today um, because we are on quarantine, right, Funky Phil? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So we are doing this remote, mm-hmm. remote we're doing this remote sauce. <laughs> uh, I'm here in beautiful Pimp City, California, at the Beat Locker, chilling out. Funky Phil is at Phil's Castle. What's the hassle? Yeah. Yeah. My we're house. doing this Zoom style. We're like just zooming right along. Um, so I'm not sure this show can be complete, just a complete trash can. We don't know. I think it's going to be good. We'll see. I like your mustache. Corey has an apocalypse beard. Yeah, and so do you. We're both growing beards now, so we look mean and tough if stuff goes sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, man, I look doggone good with a beard. You do. I, I want to keep it, but keep no, it. it's itchy, dude. It's itchy. It's, like, it it's literally like having an itchy sweater on your face. It is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Anyways, Drum Brigade Podcast, we're going to get right into it. Um, we're happy to do this still, even though we are apart, Phil. It's not the same. I miss you. <clears throat> I know. I can see you, but... You know, I can't fist bump you. We have to social distance ourselves. Yeah, there you go. I'm fi- we're fist bumping through our cameras right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyways, Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 75. Um, you can listen to this podcast on all the platforms you get your podcasts on. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Radio Public, and always drumbrigade.com. You can download at drumbrigade.com and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so we're going to post this thing. We're going to post this thing on all those things. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, you can also just follow us, hit the like subscribe button, all that jazz. You want information on drum brigade. Here's a new thing. Funky Phil, if you want to take lessons with the drum brigade, man, we need it more than ever. Right. Yeah. Me and you, you can take remote lessons with us just like we're doing this podcast. And uh, me and Phil seriously have an A-level setup for teaching. It's It's better than anybody out there. Mike (laughs) Dawson, I mean, Mike Johnston, you got nothing on us, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're basically Drumeo now. And if you guys want to (laughs) take private lessons with us, you go ahead and hit us up. All right. Uh, Just use the contact form on Drum Brigade and um, we'll get back at you. We... We're going to get into it, Funky Phil, but we no longer are gigging musicians. Uh We're just full-time teachers and podcasters. So, so yeah, that's where the Brigade family comes in, and we need your help. Um, If you want to support us, help us to keep the lights on in Pimp City and at Phil's Castle, and help us to keep doing this show, take a drum lesson with us, buy a T-shirt, hit up our Patreon, do whatever you can do. It, It really helps us out. All right. Yeah. Like and subscribe if that's all you can do, and that helps us out too. Uh, the Drum Brigade podcast is brought to you by Revolution. Revolution makes forward-thinking drum products with uncompromised quality and innovation. They make True Tones, the Firefly Drum Key, T-Locks. I did um, I did a review on the T-Locks and the review on the True Tones. Uh, go and watch those. And um, if you guys want to buy some products from Revolution, uh, you just have to use the code Drum Brigade 15, save yourself 15%. Just visit revodrum.com, R-E-V-O-D-R-U-M.com. Type in the code Drum Brigade 15, save yourself 15%. 
Oh boy, we have a great show today, even though we're remote. Um, I have a couple soapboxes, but more importantly, we have one of my favorite drummers coming on. This dude is unreal on the drums. Uh, I just started texting him. He's cool with coming on Zoom, so that's good, because I was like, what if this guy is just not into the idea of remote podcasting Mm. and stuff? Anyways, he agreed to it. He plays with the band The Four Corners. He owns the company Got Pocket. Uh, his name is Jared Sullivan. We are stoked on that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Heck, yeah. So we're going to bring him on in a little bit. We're going to get it. We're going to get to the bottom of all this stuff that he does. And um, hopefully hopefully, we'll be able to take a remote lesson with him because this dude is like next level on drums for real. Yeah. Um, all right, Funky Phil. We ready to get into it? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Hello, France. How y'all doing? Hello, France. I'm sure my yeah. dance, my dance moves are probably out of sync with your music, huh? That's probably true, but it's it looks in sync on my end, so it's cool. Um, I look. I don't like the way my camera angle is. I normally use like a different camera, and it makes me look more like less like a dad. Like you can't. Well, maybe you can see it, but. If I'm looking like that, I look like really weird. I look really tired. I have a beard. Yeah, you got a beard. We're just we're men, Phil. We look yep. like real men. Yeah, <laughs> real men. That's maybe that's the biggest problem that we have. People aren't taking us serious because we're not real men until now. I'm gonna grow a big flowing beard. I hope you do, like and Preston, put, dude. and put wax in it and all that. Nah, I'm just yeah. Kidding. No, you should, Phil. Look dope. Be like a Preston mini me. <laughs> I just can't. You know the. It's a real deal breaker when it comes to soup. Uh, it's true. I can't or do. cereal if you're like soup, drinking the milk. Anything yeah. that's kind of drippy that might get in your in your beard, it just grosses me out. To like, I I can't stand it. It's gross. Yeah, I haven't had. I've never had a beard ever. I've never like this is the longest my facial hair has ever been. I had a giant mustache. I didn't even know you could grow fa- like hair <laughs> out of your face. I do kind of have a baby face. Um, but yeah, it's it's. It is what it is. I mean, dude, you look super tough. This is the time to be a real man, and <laughs> that's what I am, my friend. Funky Phil, how's everything going, man? This is uh, this is what a time to be a musician, dude. It's nuts. I I'm like every day. It's, it feels like it's been a month, but it's only it's only been like I know a week, a little over a week. Yeah, and uh, I'm going insane, I had, like, man. I, I am too. I had like kind of a mini meltdown yesterday and, um, and stuff. And, uh, we can get into that in a minute. Um, but I do want to just generally know, like you guys can send us some messages too, like how you guys are holding up as far as being a musician. If you're a full-time musician, what's your deal now? Like, what are you doing? What are you working on? Are you just practicing and hoping for the best? Are you trying to do lessons? Um, are you just like, forget it. I'm just going to get a job. <laughs> but then what job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I am really wondering about this, like, unemployment stuff. And, like, is the government just lying to us and saying, yeah, we're going to send you guys checks. Wink, wink. Or are they going to really do this? I think they have to. They, I think they're going to do it. It's just a matter. They're trying to iron out the kinks. But if they don't, like, they're going to have a whole lot of people starving to death pretty soon. Jeez, you know? dude. Yeah, yeah, homeless, homeless, dude, the term starving musician, 
it's going to be, it's a real thing right now. <laughs> um, so I've, on that point, real quick, a friend of mine sent me um, a tip for musicians that if you look up this program called Music Cares, M-U-S-I-C-A-R-E-S, um, I, th- I believe it's through the Grammy Association or whatever they're called, um, but you can apply for uh, some help financial assistance from gigs that. that have been canceled okay um, you have to provide like proof and i think you need like an a, you need a your name on a lease or something like that for um, for like a for homes for for your housing i think so i don't uh, okay you know i didn't fill it out yet but go check it out they they say they'll you can get up to a thousand dollars from them for um canceled gigs if you have, yeah, the I right don't know how you prove that your gigs are canceled. They, you just have to show them emails. Like I got all kinds of those. Like I have tons of emails. Like, hey, this maybe you probably guess, but this gig is canceled now. And yeah, I'd imagine maybe that would work. I don't, I don't know how if it has to be like real strict contracts or what. But um, just throwing it out there, it could be a good. You know, it could be great for for making a couple extra bucks. Yeah, man, I'm stoked on that. There's a bunch of like programs and stuff for um, bartenders. Like a lot of people are posting like help bartenders because they're out of work too. And so there's, I'm, I'm really happy to see that there's people out there doing stuff for musicians. Um, Musicians are, I was telling one of my friends yesterday, um, she's, she's going to throw me some lessons. And um, she was like, I was like, you know, the good thing is musicians are all, we're all kind of like, we know how to hustle. We know how to make things happen. We know how to make things some, we know how to make something out of nothing. You know, like if that makes sense, you know, we all have talent. We try to use our talent to make a living, but, um, it is something, there's something to be said about, dude, we're, we're kind of musicians have, I don't care how great you are. We've been in this position more than probably the average person where we're like, I have no gigs on my books. And I have no idea what I'm going to do. And somehow we make it happen, you know? Yeah, we're pretty used to pivoting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've never, I've never had a pivot this hard. Me like either. I have definitely taken like, okay, I can't, like I'm not on tour, so I need to do something different. Like, so I'm going to pursue teaching or something else, you know? But I've never had to do it this hard where it's like, there is no gigs. There is not one. Mm-hmm. And I have to like... And then I, I'm like, oh, well, I can't just bring people to the studio to teach. So I have to like set up a teaching situation here, you know? Yeah. Um, that being said though, man, like I did a full day of lessons yesterday, um, with my setup and it went surprisingly really well. Nice. Like, that yeah. was good. Um, how's that been going for you? I'm still working out some kinks. Um, I tried, I did it last week with the Skype platform mm-hmm. and um, it, it was okay. You know, I feel like I think I'm going to try zoom this week. Um, zoom is way better for me. Um, it, it, I like it, it. It seems cooler. It, I yeah. like the options. It's got more. Um, what? Yeah. I don't know. It, it seemed like most of my issues had to do with like, I don't know, just connections. Like, yeah. On, I couldn't tell if it, I, I think it was on the student's end. Or maybe Skype was just super bogged down with users. I don't know. But yeah, um, I had a little bit of that problem yesterday. But so the first day I did it, I I did not take it serious, like setting up the stuff. I just thought, plug in my camera, use the, the I have a Zoom Q8 camera. 
Mm-hmm. And you have one too. Yeah. And I was like, just plug in, like, just use that, the, the mic that's built in on that. It's a really like pretty good condenser. I'm like, that'll pick up the sound, use that on, on zoom or whatever. And like, we're good. And that was not the case. Like I couldn't get nah. the audio and the camera to work together. Yeah. What's up with that? I had the same exact problem. I went back and forth with them emails and mm-hmm. they, they take like days to respond, so I just like gave up. I, they, yeah, they were trying to troubleshoot over the course of, like, they'd send me a message, I'd send them something right back, and then I wouldn't hear back for like two days. Yeah, and I'm like, well, it's not worth it. I, <laughs> I figured, yeah, out a that was way. really frustrating. And then I tried to, so ended up, I only had one lesson that day, and then I canceled the rest of my lessons because I wasn't working it out. This was last week, so I ended up doing my first. I don't, I don't, I think it was Zoom, um, just solely off of my computer, like my laptop on a stool and <laughs> I'm playing drums and it was just like, dude, everything was distorting. It was like, dude, it was a big trial and error day for me. Um, yeah. but we got through the lesson and it was like, we ended up accomplishing a lot. I, what I do like about Zoom is I can share my iPad and I can share sheet music on there and all that stuff. So that really worked well. Um, Yesterday, I had the full setup, full mics on drums, three different camera angles, um, and did my lessons from that, and it was like, dude, next level. It was really good. That's awesome. So, um, And my students were pretty happy. Um, I haven't had a lesson. I had a lesson with a young, like a young kid, like seven years old, and his drum set was all messed up, like looking like all set up wrong, and so I had his parents... I helped his parents set up their, their drums correctly. And that was their lesson for the day. Nice. Um, so I got to work around getting hit. I figuring out some lessons for that because, you know, younger guys, we normally just work on songs and at least that's what, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, work on songs and work on, you know, learning the drum fill to this song or, you know, whatever. So, if we're not able to do that and he has, and of course, like he's the, he's, it, it went from like, that's my easiest lesson of the day to like, that's my hardest lesson of the day now because I have to get him to focus. I have to keep him engaged. I have to like, and we can't just play songs, you know, yeah. it's, it's like my other like intermediate guys can, we can just work on exercises and sheet music and stuff. So, yeah, um, I feel you. So you're not having them play along with any music. Well, so it ends up that this kid has the worst setup out of all of them too. So it's like literally his mom just holding the camera and most of the time it's not, it's like pointed at the ground. (laughs) And so I'm like, if there's a stand that we can use, maybe you can order one on Amazon. Maybe you can like, you know, so that the, the camera is there and I can see him. And then I said like, maybe if you had like a speaker that he can play, like, so he can play songs and then I can coach him along on that. But dude, you're relying on them. Like I know exactly what I, if I was, if he was here in the studio, I was like, okay, let's practice this part and I can hit play. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm like, okay, play this song. And he's like, no, I want to play a song from Sonic and then hits play on the Sonic song. It's like, <laughs> what can I do? You know, Sonic it's just what like it is. The, the video game. Yeah, dude. He, every time he comes in, it's like, we can't finish his lesson fast enough because oh. like, like if he's good, I give him a, like a fun song, you know? And so, That's so funny. he's like, Felix is obsessed with Sonic right yeah, now. Yeah, this kid too. The same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and then I played like I played a song. He's like, "Yeah, I want to play this song, like whatever it's called from Sonic." So I hit play, and it was like a band playing that song. He's like, "No, this isn't it." 
And I was like, that says it's it. And he's like, no, he wanted like the eight, the eight bit video game version of it. Yeah. And so some, like somehow it's on Spotify. And so I start playing it and he's like playing drums to it. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on here, dude? Oh gosh. Oh so, man. I feel you. Yeah. I wish I, you know, I had a, last week I had a bunch of issues with different setups on my students and my setup was working fine, but like, yeah. Um, you know, they each some, one of them just had, they're just using their iPhone with like Bluetooth headphones on. Right. And like literally it was on their drums while they're, while they're doing a lesson. So there was challenges from that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, the best one I had was uh, I had a kid who, um, they were able to get his, the phone or whatever device they were using at a good angle where I could see stuff. And they had me going through like a, a loud Bluetooth speaker or something. Yeah. So I was actually able to play him a click or a song to play along with. Mm. And um I rigged it up so I could I could um cancel out my side of the audio and just hear the return trip from him cuz Oh, that's cool. You know, there's a there's a lag issue for anyone that doesn't know like there there's definitely a timing discrepancy. This is why like nobody jams through FaceTime. Right. <laughs> the yeah, just the data transfer there and back is enough of a difference that you can, you can't line stuff up i've i heard there is something that we can there's some like programs out there that you can get that i mean it, it's i don't know if it's a hardware thing or a software thing but i've because uh, i've been i've been so we'll get to my soapbox shortly here but um i've been trying to set up this this setup that i have is like a dual setup it's one it's mostly for my main setup is lessons but i've been trying to set up for live streaming and doing stuff like that. Um, and I like, I would love to be able to collaborate with other musicians or shed like virtually with other drummers. Um, but there's, there's a lag thing. There's a lag issue. So I heard there's like programs that you can get that fix that. I just haven't found one yet. Yeah. It would be really hard fix though. I've seen some of those and it, the ones I've seen, um, you, you have to, it's a, software but also a hardware device like mm. a real specific um you know i don't know it's some kind of specific thing you got to plug everything in and then go through your internet or whatever and it but it's like hundreds of dollars for that yeah device or something i forget what they're called but yeah i'm i'm pretty much done spending money on this stuff man like i have a dope setup for for lessons only thing i would really want to get is um a different interface like yours that has more inputs that i can control so i can start doing live um or remote recordings and stuff like that but um so i might need to invest in something like that and ditch the mixer um basically my setup is all the drums are mic'd. I have a vocal talkback and I have the SPDSX going into my mixer. Mm-hmm. Or vocal talkback is going into the Okay, so the mixer is going to the my uh, USB interface. And my USB interface is cheap. It's only like a $100 Behringer one. So and it only has four channels. So to that I have my talkback mic so I can talk to my students. And then I have the um stereo mix of my mixing board, which is all my drums. And then I have my iPad going into that so I can, so I was supposed to be able to do drum covers, just play Spotify on Twitch or YouTube and play along and hopefully have people like 
tip or just watch or you know it's we dude like saturday it was like today's a gig day i'm not used to not having a gig tonight and so i was like dude i'm going live on 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 um on youtube and it was pretty much a disaster but i was still like i still need to play you know like i just feel weird not i feel weird just doing some like something else yeah i saw some of that i thought it sounded good it did but the latency in the video was terrible Oh. And like what I was playing was really bad. So, anyways, Phil, let's just do this so we can. Do you got anything else to say about your situation right now? <laughs> no, all I can say is, um, any any people out there with children, I feel your pain. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely love my kids. I love my kids uh, so much, and uh, but man, it is it sounds is like ca- a Phil soapbox. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of brutal having. 24 7 like uh, i mean it'd be one thing if i didn't if we weren't trying to hustle and work you know yeah but me and my wife are both trying to work remotely and obviously we can only work one at a time because the other one has got to be watching the kids all the yeah. time and then we're also trying to be make sure our kids are still getting an education you know listen to this phil <laughs> listen to this because of coronavirus you are going to be quarantined but you have a choice. Do you A, quarantine with your wife and child, or B? B. <laughs> oh, man. Well, no, sums I, it up. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I actually, I love getting a lot of time with the family, but it's just, um, you know, it's a lot. It's a huge, huge life change. Yeah. <laughs> right now, no time to do anything. You know, Dude. I, I see like all, a lot of my friends who are like, you know, don't have kids, you know, having fun and doing, having lots of downtime to do creative things and this and that. And I'm just yeah. like, man, <laughs> that'd be, yeah. be kind of cool to get some of that action. But, you know, um, that's, that's kind of funny how like, that's how it is. That's no, I don't have kids, so I don't even want to even know that, that struggle. That would add a whole nother level of stress for me too. just being able to provide for them, you know, but, um, yeah, like, I don't know why I, I hear, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of stuff and like, you know, the world is, is like at a standstill right now. But for me, I'm like yesterday I was so dude, I was so swamped yesterday with one. We thought we were going to podcast yesterday, do this, do this show yesterday. And then we, we found out that we had to change it because of our guests coming on today and not yesterday. Anyways, beside the point. Um, so we were troubleshooting yesterday, trying to get this dialed. And then I was like, cool, I'm going live on Twitch and trying to like build that, that thing, which we'll get to that wasn't working out. And then I was like up against it, like trying to troubleshoot with, with, with a buddy on zoom and then it was like up against it, like, okay, my student is coming in in five minutes or like going to log on to Zoom. So now I have a lesson in five minutes. Dude, it was like four o'clock and I haven't even eaten anything. Like I ate breakfast and I was like, I was wondering why I'm getting a pounding headache and like why I'm like super irritated with everything that's happening. And then like, thank goodness my wife is off work. And so I text her like, babe, is it possible you can just bring me some food? Like I'm, I have back to back to back to back lessons. And I won't be able to eat. If I keep going, I'm not going to be able to eat until like seven o'clock tonight. 
And so like, I'm like, why am I like everybody else is just chilling, like going on hikes and like going on walks and, and like staying in and just watching Netflix. And like, I'm like, I'm 10 times busier and 10 times like more stressed out now than I ever was, you know? And like, this Mm -hmm. isn't because I'm trying to be more creative or this, you know, I want to like, I want things to calm down so I can just be like, man, like I've, I want to do a drum cover. Like I'm, I have it all set up. Let's do that. You know? And it's like, this hasn't leveled out yet. I'm still like in the deep end trying to like swim, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, man. I I can't imagine doing that with two kids, man. Little kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of perks to that too though because they keep they help me keep my mind off of off of stuff and keep me yeah. from spinning out and getting depressed and all that you know mm-hmm. and they, they're fun and you know we get to play and do stuff that'll keep my spirits up you know yeah <laughs> well that's good that's good like I'm uh yeah it's it's been like I, the thing that's been getting me is like dude I, it's funny I was like telling my wife man I guess careful what you wish for because I was on a soapbox like daily like when we're we're going full blast with gigs and and lessons and stuff i was like man i don't have any time we haven't spent i haven't spent time with my wife and like we haven't just hung out and we were planning on doing this trip to finland in june that's not happening now and so that's why i was working so hard to try to save some money for that and get that all taken care of well i'm like i just need a break like, I don't know how much longer I can keep this up. I just need a break. I'm like working six, six days a week most of the time. And, um, it like turns out like we were on a hike the other day. Um, and I was just like, dude, this is really nice. Like, you know, like, th- like, I feel like that's been helping me kind of level out where I'm like, you know, yesterday I was in the studio all day trying to figure stuff out. And I, w- I went to bed and I was just like losing my mind. Like my head was spinning. Yeah. And, um, so I'm not, I, I think today after the podcast, I'm going to take a break and go just hang out and, you know, do something, do something with the wife and then later yeah. tonight edit videos or something and just try to have take some, a breath, you know? Yeah, man. Have some decompressed time. It's, yeah, it's really easy to get wound up in it. And then, you know, having your cell phone, your smart device or whatever, you know, being able to constantly get updates about all the terrible things and numbers Dude, and like i'm like i'm not really, even looking at that i'm trying, yeah i've been like uh, trying to not look at my news or you know yeah try and you know it's it's one thing i'm trying to stay informed and, and current on what's going on but also it, you know that kind of can stress you out a it lot it can take over yeah, yeah it can take over so um okay well smart devices and social media and all of that stuff is my soapbox so let's get into that trying to hear that right now oh funky phil what up dude okay you know what is funny i think part i had a full meltdown yesterday but i think part of the problem was i didn't have any coffee and today i had coffee and i feel fantastic i gotta say i've been having i've been taking a dip in the the (laughs) sweet lake of caffeine again <laughs> You've never felt more like yourself ever oh, in your great. life. great. I missed it. Well, I still don't I don't it's not like I have to have it in the morning though. So I'm I'm just having it here and there like today I'm having it. I was up I stayed up later than I should last night. Yeah. And it feels good. It tastes well, really good. 
It tastes so good. And it, it's like, <laughs> I was, I was, so I didn't have coffee yesterday, went to bed last night, had a pounding headache thinking it was stress related. And actually it wasn't a pounding headache. It was like on a scale of one to 10, it was probably like a three. Oh, but, okay. So, but I, today in the morning I was like, I ate a healthy breakfast, felt really tired. And I was like, why do I have a headache? So I think I've officially become addicted to ca- coffee. And oh, I just had yeah. my coffee, and I feel, like, fantastic. Yep. That's caffeine addiction. Dang it! <laughs> what am I going to do about this? Just go with it. Oh, my gosh. It sucks, basically, is the word. <laughs> um, okay, this soapbox is... It's a long time coming, Phil. And this... Fair warning, it could get dark in here. Uh-oh. Because I get angry about this i get so worked up about this i don't know if we have enough time Uh oh but you know what our guest is coming on and he probably has something to say about this too because he's very successful in this department my soapbox today is about social media oh (laughs) dude i feel like we could all go on a soapbox about that just not that funky honestly (laughs) seriously dude (laughs) i am so sick of it last night i went to bed Talking about, like, I just want to fold this whole show. I want to fold the freaking drum brigade. It's what are we doing it for? It's not worth it. A day in a life. Forget it. I just want to, I just, maybe I just need to go get a real job. Like, maybe I just need to go try to apply for Amazon or like Home Depot or something and stop all this nonsense. Mm -mm. It might still happen, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay, let me explain, dude. So, there's not many options for us musicians these days, but this has been a long time. Like I've been doing stuff, trying to be, have, be more successful with social media for a long time since I opened drum brigade. I didn't know it would be like, we'd have so many irons in the social media fire that we do now. I didn't know that then I just, I didn't know what I was doing in 2013 when we started this thing. But you know, now it's like, I try to, even though I don't have the followers to be an official YouTuber, I consider myself like a YouTuber and a vlogger. Um, I do a lot on YouTube stuff. You know, like I always mention my vlog a day in the life of a drummer. Um, we have a few lessons up there, but we don't really, I don't really pursue that right now, even though we probably will now that we're quarantined. Um, I do, we have the podcast, which is a big, like our biggest thing that we do. Um, and then, of course, like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and we have a TikTok, but we don't really use it. And now Twitch. I don't even know what TikTok is. It's the same as Instagram. It's just like, it's basically like Instagram stories. Okay. Um, it's like, but that's your main feed. So you're just looking at people posting 15 second or 20 second videos. Oh, man. But it's, there's terrible. like a culture that goes along with it where it's not just, it's not just like, Oh, I'm in the mountains and look at how beautiful it is. Like you could do that on Instagram. It's more like there's a different culture and there's stuff that's trending. Like somebody will do like, it's like a funny dance or they'll play a song and they'll lip sync to it. And it's like, everybody will do the same thing. And it's, it's like trying to stay on top of that. Like there's different, I that's the only way I can explain it. There's, I'm not really super familiar with it, but it's like, there's, there'll be one thing that's like trending, like where everybody's doing the same dance, like to this one song. Or there's one thing that's like you think that like I don't I don't know but you'll see celebrities doing it you'll see you'll see like kids doing it and it gets you followers I'm not into that culture like I want to go on social media and do what we do play drums talk about drums 
do funny videos, but all kind of relating to drum culture. Um, so I, I like there, I don't even know where to start with this, man. I'm like, I'm just, this is more of like less, less of me being angry and more about me being bummed because it's just so it's, I just feel like at times, man, like the world doesn't want us to be successful on social media, (laughs) you know? Um, I feel like no matter what we do, we've just plateaued and we don't grow. And I don't, and I don't, it, it causes so much frustration for me because I see people that do stuff that is either just like what we do or not as good as what we do. And they have hundreds of thousands of views, hundreds of thousands of followers. And I'll do like virtually the same thing, but maybe better quality, maybe better editing, maybe better like personality, maybe who knows what. And we'll get like, 31 views and i'm not talking 31,000 i'm talking (laughs) literally 31 (laughs) you know and so um it is kind of like that i mean i'm being being brutally honest but it is kind of like that across the board with our podcast like our numbers are just not where they should be for the content that we put out and and like how everybody that like listens to our show everybody that comes on our show is like man it's so fun it's so great it's so like typical drummers doing what typical drummers do it's great it's great it's great but i'm like yeah cool but how do um we translate that into like a lot more people watching or listening mm-hmm. um my, my day in a life like dude i look at like david cola who's like you know obviously a great drummer and and um he does a great job at what he does i don't know him personally um, we have a lot of mutual friends. We do very similar stuff. I didn't go to Berkeley, but whatever. He, we do very similar. He's the cruise ship drummer that does a vlog on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot of drum cover stuff. He's a dude. He's a great drummer. He, although he has ghosted us, and I'm not down with that. I've asked him a couple times to come on the show, and he's just not even replied. So, dude, whatever, bro. But anyways, You're a legend. Yeah, I like David Cola, man. He's a good drummer. All right, so. Dude, just stop ghosting us and come on the show. All right, beside the point, <laughs> another soapbox. <laughs> I look at what he does, and I look at what I do, and it's very similar. It's very like it's a it's a drummer's vlog. You know, he's not. I'm sure he has, but he's not playing giant arenas and giving that wow factor. It's very much like a working drummer, like me, like you. You know, yeah. And it's that's a perfect example of like, dude, I've I've watched some of his vlogs and it has like seventy thousand views or one hundred and seventy thousand views. And then like, I'll do a similar vlog, dude. I've done cruise ship vlogs, you know, yeah. and it's the same thing, sixty one views. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, what am I doing wrong? Like, why the heck isn't there somebody that's like an expert on YouTube or an expert on? like Instagram or whatever. I know these people are out there, but they're all, they're all just as dumb as me where they're Mm -hmm. like, here's what you need to do. And then I do that does nothing for me. Yeah. Oh, you need thumbnails. Okay. I make great colorful thumbnails to entice people to click on my video. It does nothing. Oh, you need a better camera. Okay. I got a freaking, I spent $1,500 on camera stuff so I can make a better vlog. And it's like, it does nothing. It just makes me have better quality. But what, like, what, what, like, why isn't there somebody that's out there that's like, dude, this is what it is. You need to adjust this. You need to adjust this. You need to say this and you need to do that. Bam. It's in, uh, dude, I would pay this person. Yeah. I've paid, I've, dude, I have literally paid people to like 
marketing managers and people that would give us advice on how to make, how to grow our Instagram, how to grow my YouTube, how to, everybody that I hire is like, man, your content is great. Is it though? Man, your podcast is awesome. I listened to this episode. Dude, your soapbox, man. Such great content. Is it though? (laughs) Is it though? (laughs) You know? Like, I like to think so. I don't know, man. I'm I'm right with you with the social media frustration. I get it. Yeah, man. I, I can't stand it. And I don't, I do not claim to have all the answers or like any really, but my, I feel like I kind of feel like we should just do our own do our thing and be us and and hopefully that'll shine through and not you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, it's okay. Cuz I don't know if there's I, a if there is a perfect cocktail. You know, I don't I, know. There isn't. But but uh, what my frustration is, are you telling me that David Cola again, I lo- I respect him and I love I love what he does. I think he's a phenomenal drummer. I think he's great. I think his vlogs are great too. But are you telling me that David Cola has hired somebody and paid them to streamline his YouTube and make it so that hundreds of thousands of people follow him and watch him? Are you telling me that he's hiring social media marketing managers to do that? And are you telling me that he's paid more than the money that I've paid so that he can have success on YouTube? I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so either. I think he just did his thing, and I'm sure you know it didn't start that way. I'm sure it started like... With a lot less, and he's just grown. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just like one viral video, and then you get a huge fan base. Or I, I don't yeah. know. But I don't know that, and that's that's the thing. And like, and so then I start thinking negative. Like, dude, am I just too old for this stuff? Like, do I need to have like a bunker and take my shirt off and play like Tosh? You know, <laughs> like Tosh is our friend too. But dude, Tosh uses uh, the GoPro camera. I saw that video one, of him one, in Zundies the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, one angle and it's just like it, the sound quality is is in the best. His playing is above and beyond, but dude, hundreds of thousands of people following him. Yeah. And like and I'm not like dude, this I don't mean that like obviously Tosh is one of like the Drum Brigade's like best friends, you know? Like we love Tosh. We we've had him on multiple times and so this has nothing to do with him. It's just I use that as a comparison as to like Obviously, people are attracted to a young kid that can play his balls off. Yeah. Um, that's not us. But I'm just saying for drummers content, for content that we're, we should be one of the, the groups or one of the people out there that are doing it. And it's just not reaching enough people. And that is making me want to punch a hole through a window. <laughs> so, like, so then I tried this, this new thing. My buddy was like, hey, man, have you tried Twitch? Okay, so Twitch is like this platform where people go and play video games and other people watch you. You stream live video games. And I mean, dude, we're talking millions of people all over the world watch other people play video games. Super weird to me. Super weird. Super weird. Okay, well, now that's transformed into more stuff where musicians are on there and they're doing live streaming performances and there's tons of drummers on there. Um, Different culture of drummers, though. It's different than what we're used to. Really? It's like very average Joe drummers on there that are just in their room and they're playing drum covers or they're like taking song requests and then these people are paying them, paying them to do these drum covers. What? Yes. And they're just in their room, drums are mic'd up, 
and they're playing drum covers and having a good old time. Dude, it sounds like so much fun. You don't have to do it. You can just you can just stream from like you're like we're doing right now. We could stream our podcast on there and have other drummers on Twitch come on and talk and that can help us grow our Twitch account. Well, dude, again, the universe, whoever the world, it doesn't matter. Somebody is against us freaking trying to build on any social media platform. I tra- I started trying to build this thing up. I got a full setup right over there that is like ready to go so I can start streaming live. Three different camera angles, everything mic'd up, everything's ready to go so I can start streaming and taking requests on Twitch. And then hopefully s- use that as an income. Dude, there's drummers on there making like $12,000 a week. A week? Doing this, yes. Dude, you should go on Twitch and see the level of skill from these drummers and like, dude, of course, drum brigade is all about the camaraderie over competition. So I don't sound like I'm saying that right now, but the level of skill from a lot of these guys is like, they should be taking lessons with the drum brigade. You know what I'm saying? Phil? <laughs> like, okay. I don't, and I don't mean that like dude, shame on these guys. Cause I love what they're doing. No, I, I love what you're it. saying. It's just like, they're, they're making a lot of money. Um, with not necessarily the highest caliber right. of skills. These guys are like, they're not playing gigs, dude. Some of them, some of them are, but these, this is their gig. You know, they found a loophole into like how to become a successful drummer. Yeah. And, um, that's cool. And I got to check I feel, that out. Yeah. And I feel like the world hasn't like the drum world has not caught on to that. The drum world is still stuck in Put posting freaking insta bangers of you like yeah. melting faces with your chops 30 seconds of full chops yeah and on there it's not i haven't seen one guy chopping it up i've seen everybody that i've seen on there is playing music oh, that sounds i could, I could get it's into so that. cool dude well so i go on there to try D- dude you can also do like hey i'm just chatting so your your webcam is on like it is right now for us and your you're just what you have it's a lot to set up but you can just like yesterday i tried to go on and be like hey i'm just watching drum videos and just chatting yeah so i was watching drum videos and just chatting well again universe world whoever is not allowing us to do it um i try to do it my computer is not allowing me to do it dude oh, really? i don't know what it is my computer is like it is lagging so bad that it's unwatchable you're basically looking at a picture of me it's stuck and it's a spinning wheel. And uh, then five minutes later, it's like a little bit of adjustment. And then it's like, I try to do it on Facebook live, try to go Facebook live, play some drum covers, have some fun talking to my community. Lag is so bad. It's not allowing me to do it. And so uh, again, I'm like this average Joe guy, this, there was a guy on Twitch yesterday that I was watching. He looked like he was older than me. He had like a pretty, like, you know, a setup that's similar to mine. Dude, not one problem with lag. Not one problem with anything. He's playing like smooth jazz. There's tons of people watching him. I give him a follow. He's like, oh, what up, Drum Brigade? Thank you so much. I'm like, what is the problem? What are, I, what are we doing here? Like, what am I doing wrong? Why this isn't going to work? Um, it sounds to me like it could be your internet connection. Well, I thought that. So yeah. I went and tried to stream at my buddy's house who has like at, he's a video he, he, he the dude that that rents the studio here too and does all the video audio stuff and he has astronomically fast high-speed internet for uploading his documentaries that he makes that's what he does he makes documentaries okay. i went over to his this house 
tried to stream again on his internet, tried to adjust a bunch of stuff so that the like bit rates are lower and all this stuff. It's still clipping like crazy. He's like, so if you want to play drums live on and stream live, it's probably not going to work. You need a new computer. Oof. I'm like, what? I'm like, this, this computer's five years old. But you're, again, you're telling me that all these millions of people on Twitch have the latest and greatest, like the, the most expensive and the best computers, like the top of the line MacBooks and the best interface and all the best stuff so that they can stream live and play drums. And you're also telling me they have a social media marketing manager to get them followers and to help them to post the right stuff. You're telling me that they do, all, they do more work than the drum brigade does. No. <laughs> I don't think so, but some people are like, yeah. I'm like, no way, dude. No way. You're telling me that this like little Asian girl that's on playing video games and just talking to people, she has all, she has a social media marketing manager. She has the best, latest and greatest MacBook Some and of the them best might. cameras. The ones with like a ton of a ton of uh followers probably do. I've heard I met someone that um she works she does analytics for yeah. the Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. I met her and actually in a hot tub in Mammoth. Holy moly, Phil! Yeah, no, not like that. <laughs> I was hanging out with Ryan, and they were just this random other couple in there, and we were chatted. But she was talking all about this Twitch thing, and they've got like leagues, like yeah. video game leagues, where kids are making like you know up hundreds of thousands of dollars to play video game, like they're <laughs> like they're NFL superstars. Uh, but- you just said that, and that just made my like my body full of hot anger. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're making, they have like contracts. They have like, they get, they get houses set up where they're, they're all, there'll be a whole team of kids in a house hanging out and they all have the latest, greatest, everything. Okay. But uh, yes, that makes sense to me because video gaming, the gaming world is a whole nother world. But for me or you to just go on Twitch and play drums and play simple drum covers and have a following and grow the brigade in the Twitch world. It's it's just a bunch of kids that don't have friends and they sit they sit on their computers all day and like try to make virtual friends. That's what it is, dude. You're telling me that I can't why can't I do that? I think why we'll can't figure, I do that? I bet we can figure it out. I, think, I feel like you're telling me, Phil, that I can't do that. You can figure this kidding. out. We can do this. I, well, this, apparently, I, I need a freaking thirty-five hundred dollar computer to do it. Well, Just um, first of all, if you think that I'm gonna go and spend thousands of dollars on a new computer just so I can stream live on Twitch, you got another thing coming. <laughs> If you think that I'm just going to go and make drum cover videos, I can do that. I can do that right. We can call this podcast quits right now, and I can go do that. Mm. So that's what I got to do right now. Twitch is on hold. But going live on, on YouTube and all that stuff is just not feasible. I'm, I have one more thing that I'm going to attempt to do. Um, but the thing is, okay, this is the thing, Phil. This is the thing that I've said today is we need to stop with all the shenanigans. If you guys go look at our Instagram the what the reason why it looks the way it does is because we were advised to do it like that by a social media marketing manager that I paid I paid somebody to do that to help us with that yeah they told us everything posting about who's coming on and the way that it looks and then posting a clip from when they came on and the way that it looks 
and then posting a lifestyle thing of other drummers or us or our merch or anything like that. That was advised to us. We were supposed to do that on purpose. Yeah. Um, I feel like, well, for one thing, that didn't help us grow in any way, shape, or form. It just made our, our page look like garbage. So I feel like, dude, y- yesterday, I've said this so many times, I want to just delete my Instagram app, not delete my, my membership, just delete my app and delete it all. I cannot do that because we have to run Drum Brigade. We have to post something. We need something, you know? Yeah. But it's so frustrating, the work, the amount of work. People do not realize, dude, how much work it is to make a day in a life video or how much work it is to do the Drum Brigade podcast. Like, and I'm not trying to like harp on anybody. I'm not trying to harp on you guys. We're appreciative of you guys listening and watching, but our community is so small and it shouldn't be. The drum community is pretty big. If dude, if dudes like all these other drummers out there, like, you know, like mentioned, like for example, like Tosh or David Cola or somebody like that, Mike Dawson can have all these thousands, hundreds of thousands, whatever of followers in the drum community, then I feel like the drum brigade community should be a lot bigger. And, um, the amount of work that goes in to make this good content for the amount of return, like that's, what's frustrating, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to get sponsors for our show and having our companies that we support already just blow us off is it's not cool, man. It sucks. And it's like, it's hindering us. If these companies thought like revolution does and is like, Hey man, I want to grow with you guys. I'm a small company. You're going to support us. I'm going to support you guys. And we're going to like grow together. We're going to share stuff. You're going to share stuff. And like, it's going to cost me a little bit, very little bit of money, dude. It makes perfect sense. But like a lot of these companies are just like, if you don't have the followers, like if I guarantee you, if we had a hundred thousand followers, we'd have as many sponsors as we want. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, dude, that's nobody's fault. I'm just saying, it's a lot of work for like just the love of our community and not getting any, it's not growing. It's not, it's not growing dude. So like last night I was just like, what's the point? Like, there's no point. What's the point of doing it? If, if I'm going to post live, if I'm going to stream live and I'm the only one watching, I'll just play drums in my studio by myself. What's the point? You know, if, if we're making a podcast and there's like our friends and family listening Dude, I would just rather call them on FaceTime right now and just talk to them personally, you know? But, like, I'm not saying that I'm going to do that. I'm not saying let's let's fold the show. But it's just you guys see the frustration where it's just like, man, we've been doing this for a while now. Yeah. You know, 75 episodes. I'm with you, man. But I think, you know, considering where we started, we have grown a lot. and That's what everybody's saying is, like, dude, don't be so pessimistic, you know? like it takes time, and you never know, you know? Maybe... In a month or, you know, maybe a few months away, we might hit a spike or something. I think we yeah. just got to keep keep doing what we're doing for the love of it and and hoping that people will share it. You know, right now is a good time. Any mm-hmm. of you listening, spread the word, you know. I know a lot of people have downtime and they could get, I feel like they might, people might get into the podcast world. It could be good. Yeah. What, like, I think what what the best thing is, is just... I think for right now, we need to stop caring so much on other people telling us how to do it. And we need to just, 
just do our thing, dude. We need to just like, what do we do, Phil? We play drums. We do podcasts. We make videos. We teach. That's what we should be posting. And if people watch it or people don't watch it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, we've been doing this so much with the intention of people watching or listening, but we need to, we need to go back to like, dude, if people watch or not, I'm still posting this because I want this memory like in the universe, you know? Yeah. Or I think that's Um, funny. (laughs) uh, Yeah. When I, when I was posting my day, when I started a day in a life, I wasn't posting it to be a vlogger. I was posting it because I wanted to capture those moments of, you know, those, those tour moments or whatever of me. Like I, I, it's like a photo album for gigs and things that I would never remember. Once my gig is done, I'm out and I don't remember. And so I started doing it like, man, I haven't, I, I spent years touring and I never documented anything. I never took pictures or anything. I just played the gigs and got home from tour and was worried about the next tour. Mm-hmm. And so I started going, man, I wonder how I can document this. I'm not a photographer. Maybe I just start filming it and doing like what a day in, in my actual, an actual real life drummer is like, and that's why I did it. I need to get back to that of like, let's stop trying to be a, a freaking real vlogger with this stuff. And just dude, if people watch it, people watch it. But yeah, there's videos. My best videos are videos of people that like my videos, my best videos are, are videos of me where I did like a drum cover and I didn't have the best camera. I didn't have professional lighting. I didn't have any of that. Those videos have so many likes and so many views. And then the videos that I pour my heart into and like, it takes me hours to edit have like under a hundred. Yeah. It's pathetic. It's weird. Pathetic. Stop I feel like thinking people about the like, numbers. People like the low budget stuff. It makes them feel like it's more accessible or something, or it's not Yeah. Something, you know, professionally marketed to them or something. I don't know. Well, anyways, we need to just go back to the roots of like, dude, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Who cares? I'm just gonna throw stuff up there and like if it grows, it grows. I always use the example of like I would make these day in a life videos on on our Instagram, the Drummer Gate Instagram, and it would get a few views, and then I would post me putting a sticker on a bass drum of a, the, the Drummer Gate logo, and it would get like 150 <laughs> likes or something. And yeah. I'm like, that makes no sense, no rhyme or reason. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> All right, well, anyways, that's been my soapbox. Right yeah, um, I think it's. You know, sorry to turn this thing into like a telethon, like, oh, please listen, please like, you know, it's not like that. It's just frustrating. Dude, if you would have heard me last night, that was a real soapbox. I was so extremely frustrated with my equipment not working, nobody watching. What's the point? You know, and like, so I I feel like I've noticed my stress levels. I've been like um, my baseline has been much higher. Yeah. In general, because this whole situation, like I'll go from, you know thinking i'm totally normal happy me to like super stressed and pissed off like really quick like way quicker than i normally do and yeah so it's i think it's important to understand that we're all we're all stressed out right now even when we feel like we're not (laughs) there's still like this nagging amount of, of stress and and anxiety in everybody right now well and the thing is too man like we like the the reason why we work so hard at this is because for times like this we should be able to fall back on everything that we've prepared like we should be we should be able to fall back on the drum brigade podcast 
the drum brigade in general, the drum brigade, you know, um, social media stuff. We should be able to, to, to focus 100% on what the drum brigade is. But if that's not making us a living and, and it's still the same way it's been over the past five years where the same amount of people, maybe a little bit more people have, have started listening or watching, you know, that's, that's the frustration where we're supposed to, we're supposed to be like, yeah, well, we still have the drum brigade and we can still do that. But if it's not growing, then that's when I'm like, well, what's the point of doing this? I need to do what's going to make us a living right now. And if it's not, or it's not growing or nobody's watching and you know, for the amount of effort that we've put into it, I don't see the point, but that's not really why we do it. We do it because we love the community and we're trying to build something cool. But, and it's also, I feel like it's one of those things where your, your perspective is, um, is skewed cause you're right in the middle of it. But yeah. like if you, if you, you can't see if you step away, if you step away a, a good notch, like, We've, there's been good progress, solid, consistent progress in the right direction, you know? Yeah. All right, Phil. So let's bring on our, um, our next guest and, okay. um, or our own, our guest of today. We're already one minute late, so let's do this. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening definitely true what else tell all your friends also very true what else join the patreon all good things but you know the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store yes we have so much like dope swag up there we got men's shirts sweatshirts got women's shirts we got kids shirts yes onesies we got socks mugs Phone cases, stickers, got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. The Drum Brigade podcast is brought to you by Revolution Drum. Right, Funky Phil? Yes. Yeah. Yes. True Tones, which are premium drum dampers, Firefly drum key, T-locks, solid brass cymbal fasteners, all kinds of different things. They got a, a collaboration with Big Fat Snare Drum called the Butter Cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beefy. Yes. Revolution makes forward-thinking drum products with uncompromised quality and innovation. If you guys type in the code DRUMBRIGADE15 at checkout when you visit RevoDrum, R-E-V-O-D-R-U-M.com, you can save yourself 15% on any of those products. Yes. Use the code DRUMBRIGADE15 at checkout, RevoDrum.com. Oh, boy. Oh, hold up. I'm not recording this. All right, there we go. What's up, y'all? We're back. We're back. That was a nice break. On the line, if you guys are watching, well, so we're, Jared, we're not live, but we're, we'll post this tomorrow, but we are recording okay, cool. um, video too if you want. Um, are you doing video too? If, you, if you're okay with that, we don't have to post Oh, man, I should have got a line though. <laughs> me too we're on lockdown though this is this is what men look like you know what i'm saying right right yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so that voice you hear we're very excited about this i'm really stoked man we watch him on social media he plays in the band the four corners 
uh, plays with Alex Bergnon, Bergnon, Bugnon, no, 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 Alex, Alex Bouillon. Bouillon. Okay. It's French. Yeah. See, I don't have that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. We listened to some of that this morning. Killer, killer stuff. The pocket is Perfect, so man. deep. And that being said, runs the company, owns the company, got pocket. You see the t-shirts everywhere. Um, we posted a t-shirt or you wearing that t-shirt today endorsed by Zildjian, Vic Firth, Pearl, Remo, Empire, Audix, Drum Dots, uh, R Tom, and Big Fat Snare Drum. Dude is killing the internet with all of his skills. <laughs> We're just so happy to have him on. Please welcome J Rod Sullivan. Jared Sullivan. Thanks you so much for coming on, man. Heck yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. See, now this is this is where we get in trouble because we always post that clapping and we always say we have a huge studio audience, but now they can see us. <laughs> you just gave away the secret. We man. just gave away the secret. So they're they're at a, well, all of our crowd is listening remotely too, because everybody's on quarantine. So so yeah, Sweet. thank you guys. Anyways, man, thank you for coming on. Thank you for being a part of the drum brigade today. And um yes, sir. man, long time coming. Thank you for what you do too, man. Where you provide us with so much content and um so much, you know. We we give us it gives us ambition to try to play like you and do what you do. You guys, Four Corners releases drumless tracks so we can try to play like you. You know, it's so so cool all the all the creativity that you do. And well, man, thank you for the thank you for the support, man. It keeps me you know keeps me going, bro. It gives me a reason to continue. Heck yeah, heck yeah. yeah. So how's how's everything going? You're out in Georgia. How's everything going with you being on lockdown? We we were talking a little bit this morning about. Man, this is a, this is a strange time to be a musician, you know. And like, yeah, how's that going for you? I mean, it's of course, you know, it's. Um, I believe it's hitting, you know, the musicians. It's hitting our pockets, you know, because we're not, you know, we're not gigging a whole lot, well, at all, really. All shows canceled. Yeah, pretty much all tours are canceled. So it's definitely hitting our pockets. Um, but I, you know, I was talking to a few of my friends the other day too. Um, for me, I guess the positive thing out of the situation. It's giving me more time to really focus on my goals and my, um, you know, the things that I want to do and, you know, some side projects of my own instead of, um, you know, having to put my time and uh, all my focus into other projects for other people. It's yeah. really allowing me the time to focus on some things that I had, like goals that I wanted to, um, you know, really have time to pursue. But, you know, of course, we still need money coming in. So right. you have to. We have to work too. So for me, it's it's kind of forcing me to um forcing me to go after those things. Yeah. And allow me to, a lot of time to to really pursue those things. So that's the positive, that's the positive out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, kind of- yeah, for the for the most part though, I'm you know, I'm doing I'm doing well, man. I can't that's good. Know, I can't complain. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. That's I mean, that's that's what everybody's saying. I feel like it might be a little bit different for the musicians out there like where I was saying I was saying earlier on this episode that, you know, musicians sometime or another, we've all it seems like we've all been in a situation like this before where there's no gigs on the books. Yeah. And we're like struggling like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do?" So we're kind of right. used to pivoting and just making something out of nothing. So yeah. I think the the musicians out there, you know, working musicians know how to hustle, know how to make, you know, make something happen, whether it's like, okay, I need to shift, I need to start teaching, or I'm just right. gonna post live, go live and, and you know, whatever. I'm going to collaborate right. with different musicians. I'm as drummers, I'm going to do remote recordings, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's kind of in the, we're all in the same boat right now. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It's very crazy, <laughs> right? I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I'm not that old, but Still, yeah. all the years I've been living, yeah. <laughs> I've never, never, I've never experienced experienced anything like this. So it's it's different, bro. 
Yeah. yeah. So, but that's good, man, that you're hanging in there and you're doing your, 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 you of all people. I mean, we know like all of us, I'm sure a lot of our listeners watch you on social media and follow mm-hmm. you and see what you do. Everybody, like, I see so many people wearing got pocket stuff and, you know, and so, um, I think that's, that's cool too, that you have all that stuff going on that you can, like you said, you can be more creative. You can, you can work on stuff and that's inspiring for all of us too, to be like, okay, like <laughs> I need to take a breath and like, try to work on work on, like I can practice now. I can do yeah. stuff. I can, I can be creative and, and do stuff. So that that's cool. It's um, right. Yeah, absolutely. man. Um, so, okay. Four corners like keeping the fusion alive. I'm a big yeah. fusion fan, man. I feel like I, I love what you guys are doing. My dad Thank is, you, my dad is like 60, I think 63 or 64 years old. And I showed him you guys and he's like, Oh man, who is this band? You know? And he's like, <laughs> my dad is like super into you guys. He's like, man, Corey, my, he, my dad is like, my dad, he's been on the show too, but my dad's funny. He's like, Corey, who are those four pot or the four corner guys, man? I'm like, they're dope, right? Dad? He's like, yeah, <laughs> he's like listening to them all the time. And like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, like, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. It's like your guy, like when, you know, you'll post videos of you playing that stuff live and I'm just like, they pull this off live. They do it live. Not, like, it's so great. Yeah, man. You know, and that, that's kind of the stuff that all the drummers, you know, we grew up watching Dennis Chambers and all that, you know, and, and, uh, right. you know, that whole area era when he was playing with, um, John Schofield and Mike Stern yeah. and all that. It's like, right. I always would say, man, like out here in San Diego, um, our, one of our friends is uh, Fig, and he had a band called The Struggle. Yeah, I don't know if you know Tim Fig, but um, they were kind of doing the same thing. They were, but they were doing like covers of fusion tunes, and I was like, okay. "You guys are keeping it alive, man!" The, like the younger generation doesn't have that jazz fusion that like I grew up with, you right. know. And um, I think it's so cool that you guys are doing that. What made you guys come up with? You know what? We're gonna play some straight up fusion. <laughs> well, see that, jazz that's fusion. Thing, man. I'm um as far as the as far as the four corners go, I'm the actually I mean I'm not new anymore, but I'm the newest member of the Oh band. really? Yeah, they've been they've been together for about twenty plus years. Whoa, um, really? Yeah, man. Like they got together when they were in either middle school or high school. No and way. They started out they started out as a um I'm not exactly sure how they started out, but I know for sure the fusion stuff, it wasn't their main focus wow. at the time. They were playing, they were actually playing as a, um, touring with different major artists as a backing band. Okay. And then, you know, I, I think around that time though, when they started the band, you know, they would play, they would play around with fusion music, like Chicory, Electric Band, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as pursuing, you know, the Four Corners as a, as a fusion band, that wasn't their thing at the time. They were just playing for different artists. Um, so I, I came into the picture around 2013. Okay. And before before that point, of course, I had heard and listened to a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of fusion, but some some fusion bands like Tribal Tech. That was like yeah, the I love first, Tribal Tech. That was like the first fusion band that I, I, I ever um, uh, listened to. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to listen to a lot of, uh, well, some fusion. And then, um, yeah, 2013, when I joined uh, the Four Corners, I had to really go back and listen to Chick Corea, Electric Band, Dave Webber stuff. Yeah. And just really uh just really find out where, you know, they got their influences from. Mm-hmm. Um because I didn't I never played fusion before. Wow. I grew up on I grew up on a lot of R and B and gospel music. Yeah. Um so I had to really go back and study that music to 
you know, really to sound authentic in the band. So it was um, it was definitely a challenge for me at that time. But, you know, once I once I um, immersed myself in that music, you know, it just became natural to the point to where I didn't have to think about it as much. Yeah. Um, yeah and it just, I just let it, you know, just let it flow. But it took a it took a while, man, for me to uh, it, it was it was a lot of small things that I had to change about my playing and my approach. But, um, yeah, once I got it, it you yeah, know, I definitely, um, you know, began to begin the journey and you yeah know, yeah started started becoming you know better and sounded more authentic in it man do it so well you do it Thank so you, well man, man. <laughs> yeah it's like you know what i like about your 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 style too is uh, you know i think you obviously you grew up playing in church right mm-hmm. uh, yeah and so you know you can hear that definitely but it's it's not always all about just chops like what everybody wants to hear now and all that stuff right. you got you have some some true uh, finesse and your your technique is obviously really like flawless and um Man, it and it just comes across so well in that music where you you know you make it look so easy and it's uh yeah. and it sounds so good, but then you still have that edge of like that 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 church sound or your yeah. pocket, you know, like the the stuff that um with Alex, it you you hear that pocket, man. You you give like right. you give meaning to your brand, you know, and all that stuff where it's like, dude. It ain't no joke. You you sound it's the real deal. You know that's, that's Dude, really thank good. you, man. Because it hasn't it hasn't always been that way. You know, I I started. Yeah, we all started from ground. You know, zero. So yeah, I had um there was there were a lot of things as far as um specifically my my dynamics. Um, when I joined Four Corners, I really had to pay attention to my dynamics. I barely even knew what like when people used to um well specifically uh, Clarence in the band, the, the keyboardist, he used to tell me like. Yo, man, your snare hand is is louder than everything that you're playing. Like as far as a, you know, the overall balance of what you're playing on the kit, my snare was the loudest. Yeah. So he was like, man, you need to um, yeah, work on that. You know, when the I guess when the music is dropping, like, you know, you can still play a rim shot, but Lord, like pay attention to the dynamics, control the dynamics of it without losing the feel. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I kind of get I get what you're saying now. So that it was those little things that I wasn't aware of before joining the band mm-hmm. so it's like when i joined the band dude that's like a, it was a lot of things that i wasn't aware of now I, I learned and i started to pay attention to going forward and that's what i believe that's what helped me to evolve to where i'm at now wow as far as my approach because like i said coming from that r&b and gospel background mm-hmm. and then coming into something that i was never I, I wasn't really familiar with or never played live and just fusing all that stuff together that's that's what helped me to evolve to to where I'm at now, man. And those those influences too give that band. Uh, it's like a now sound. It's like a modern version of, like it's taking one of the bands from from the '90s or whatever that we're doing when jazz fusion was really like at its height. But it's giving yeah. it a modern sound that it's like it's it's great, man. It's great. I just can't Dude, say that. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love what you're doing. I love the I love keeping that music alive too. That's that's really cool because there aren't many people doing it, you know. And no, nah, it's not, man. It's not. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so, you, bro. Yeah. So um let's talk about your your brand, um, Got Pocket. How did that sure. that's so you own that company, you you started this brand. What what what's what's the story behind that? Like, how did that get started? Why did you do that? You know, the whole thing. And be- okay. before you answer that, I love, I, I just want to say that I love that 
I, my favorite thing is drummers that are real drummers like yourself that are out there working, gigging, recording, teaching, but then yeah. that start a side thing like, like us, you know, we yeah. drum brigade is not just whatever you think it is. It's, we have right. a brand and we have the, the lessons and we have the podcast and all that stuff. So I really relate to that. And I really, I love seeing drummers that develop something outside of the, just like, I'm just a drummer just hire me. You know, it's like, it's really cool to have your, your own product, but then you have a product that you're, it's like, you're, you're an entrepreneur on top of just being a a great drummer, you know? Right. Right. So how that started, um, I was just, one day I was just posting, I posted a new video one day and I got a comment from a guy and he was asking if I had any merchandise for sale. And I, you know, I, of course I told him no, because I didn't at the time. And he responded, he was like, man, you need to, you should put out some merchandise of, you know, something that represents you and what you believe in or something like that. And um, it just got me to thinking. And I was like, man, you're right. I should. I should put something out so my followers or fans or whoever can purchase some some things that, um, you know, support me. So I came up with this. uh, I was just thinking about different ideas and what i some stuff that I believe in and um, I guess live by when, when I play um, with one thing was, I believe that, well, for me personally, when I solo, um, I believe in uh, building your solo. So starting from, starting from nothing, telling the story in the beginning and then just building up until the peak, you know what I'm saying? Just so yeah. you're, you're telling the story from nothing just to, you know, uh, get people interested in, in what you're playing and then, you know, get to the middle of it. They don't know where you're going. Then you get to the, the peak and, you know, everybody's going crazy. So yeah. I came up with this slogan called create a, create the climax. Um, I put that out and it did well for a little bit, but it never really caught on because I guess it was something that musicians didn't know, couldn't, couldn't recognize right off. Mm-hmm. Um, without it being explained. So uh, that one, we kind of let go of that one. Um, and then I started just, you know, I came back to the drum board thinking about new ideas. And I wanted to, I wanted to put out something that musicians could relate to. And they knew exactly what it was when they saw it. So for me, um, when I was younger, growing up as a musician, all I used to hear the OG say is like, Pocket gets you paid. That's all I that's all I heard. Pocket gets you paid. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, that is that's very true. Because if I look if I look back through my my earlier years in my career, when I had, you know, when I developed when I was developing my pocket, that's the that's the thing that that's the thing that I heard artists say, man, your pocket, your groove is just it's killing. I like it. And that's yeah. the thing that I believe um got me a lot of work going forward so i tried to figure out you know how how i could um use the word pocket in a in the idea to put out merchandise so i came up i came up with god pocket and of course that's a playoff of the the guy milk um, okay yeah yeah so (laughs) that's cool so i went for i went forward with that and um that was in 2017 so I, i went forward with that idea and man since then um People have just been, yes, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been growing. It's been building. 
Um, and we've been doing well. We've we sold to over 20, 20 different countries. Wow. Uh, fulfilled over maybe 800 orders so far. Jeez, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's um it's doing man, it's doing very well, bro. And it's um, That's cool. And it, I mean I mean we didn't um you know that wasn't really the I guess the initial goal wasn't to you know for it to be its own situation. I was just I was just putting out an idea just as merchandise just for people to, you know, uh support me if they wanted to, you know, or buy merchandise something that I I believed in. But it became its own thing. So that's where that's where it's at now. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. how did you how did you help it to grow like that? Because this is this is something that even we can we can benefit from. And, and um, you know, it, like the idea of a drummer creating his mm-hmm. own brand and then that growing into a separate business is yeah something that a lot of musicians, a lot of drummers do not think about and they should. Right. And right. um, so how did you, how did you help it to grow? Did you like, was it getting, getting other drummers to wear the stuff and post about it? Was it just, just putting it out there and seeing how, what happens? Like what, what, what did you guys do? What did you do? So, well, also just before I forget, I do have a business partner, uh, Corey Hutto. And he came into the picture maybe um, a year or two after I started the brand. Um, he's a drummer as well. I just want to throw that out there. That's cool. Um, but so how, how it, how I got to grow. Um, first of all, I guess my main, I would say my main thing on social media is posting drum videos. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that people gravitate towards the most. So to help my brand, my, my clothing brand, uh, grow. What I did was, and I found I found that it was very uh, beneficial. I would just wear my I would just wear my clothing in my videos. Yeah, and people people you know if they like what they saw, if they like how it looked, they would ask about it. Or even if they don't ask about it, I'll list I'll list the um, the handle in the description, list the website in the description, and people just go to it. Wow! So it's like I I branded it from my from my personal brand. That's so that's cool. what got the traffic to go to it, because um, I, I mean, I, I've started. I started with uh, with my own brand that was already uh, successful, and I, I just you know directed traffic to you know that separate business, that other business right. of my own. But that's how I that's how I um, was able to grow it, and I believe that's what that was the thing that you know got people to know uh, to recognize it is by wearing my own stuff in the videos and you know, sharing the content from that page and just See saying, Phil? Hey, check out this, check out this, uh, this brand over here. Uh, <laughs> got pocket. you know what I'm saying? And if they like it, if it's something that, if it's something that musicians can relate to or people in general, like if you have another brand that's not musician based, um, if people can relate to it and you know, that's something that they believe in, you know, they're going to, they're going to want it myself yeah. included. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's pretty much how I did it. I just put it out there. That's great, man. See, Phil, yeah. this is what we need to do. So we, we, <laughs> we need to just post more videos of us wearing our own stuff. Man, like, put we, it out there, bro. Yeah. Put it out there. Now, and it's, it's and cool. the thing is too, the thing is too, is like, I know for me, when I first, when I first started and I first launched it, mm. I was kind of, I was in my own, I was in my own head. I was like, man, what if people don't like it? Yeah. Uh, oh, what I've if been people, there. Yeah, man. But the thing is, you just gotta you gotta do it, man. Because if yeah. you if you don't do it, you won't know. 
You know right. what I'm saying? But you, I mean, of course you have to, you have to, uh, you know, be real about it. If people don't gravitate towards it, then, you know, maybe, you know, it, go back to the drawing board. But, right. you know, the only way you're going to know is if you, you know, if you, is if you post it and put it out there and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's, it's, man, it's such great advice for like any, anybody out there that's doing their thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's so we've taught, we've taught in our lessons that like, man, you, you know, as drummers, like we're our own brand, we're selling ourselves as you know, like, I, I think about like Travis Barker, you know, yep. he might not be everybody's favorite drummer, but that dude yep. has a brand. And I've seen, especially he here in California, I yeah. see so many kids that play like him, that set their drums up like him that, yep. you know, and, and, um, that's, he's selling his own brand, you know? And yeah. so that's what kind of brought us to wanting to do something like, like drum brigade and, um, trying to sell like our promote our community and promote where our, our slogan is camaraderie over competition. So creating like mm. uh, camaraderie among drummers and, and all that stuff and selling right. that. But we are not really good at just posting drum videos with us wearing it. That's a real, that's really solid advice, man. It's really good. Cool. Yeah, man. I would, that's I me. Mean, that's what I would do. Cause I mean, yeah. you are representing, you're representing drummers. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I think that's a good way to, you know, at least try That's That's an idea to try and just see, and you know, just see what happens. It's cool, man. Wait, like over the years I had, I didn't know necessarily that you were the one behind, um, got pocket, but I have definitely seen so many drummers wearing yeah. that and wearing the drum fam t-shirts, um, oh, all yeah, over yeah. the place I've seen. And I thought, I thought it was the same company, but, um, wow. I, it was like when I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't even link that the drummer that I always listen to in the four corners owns this company yeah. that I see everywhere you know all these different drummers seeing it right, so it's right. very cool man i like that it's it's very simple it's very like yeah. you, you know you it's it has a brand identity now you know exactly what it is and um wow. it's very cool thank you so, man that means yeah. it means a lot man um we have some listener questions um okay cool we can get let me see if we got any more we got so we have a few um here let me just double check oh my gosh we have tons phil oh, <laughs> wow. we've ever had oh man um, Okay, so um, uh, it's it's one it's one dude asking a ton of questions. So let's transition into that. All right, <laughs> the Dr- Dr- Drum Brigade Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so we got one dude that's asking a bunch of questions. Okay. <laughs> he's asking, dude. He's asking every question you ever wanted to ask. Him. Uh, he might be one of your homies. I don't know, but um, right. okay. First, we got Dominic Jimenez. He's a friend of the show. Um, he hasn't he hasn't written in a question in a long time. But anyways, he says not a question, but a comment that your videos are dope, and also that free floating snare too. Explanation point. That's it. <laughs> are you? Man, it's actually um, that's Chad Smith's snare. Uh, really? Yeah. It's a, it was his uh, signature snare. Oh, wow. but it's uh i think it's discontinued now though uh, wow yeah uh, yeah he's, <laughs> he's into that um next we have another no question but seven 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 ninety three eleven. what with the claps was sick that's from toka drums thank so you thanks, man thanks, that, you was, guys. that was hard man that was tough <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even I haven't even attempted that yet. Me I showed it to Phil like a month ago or so, maybe yeah. two months ago, and Phil's like, oh no, I gotta get on this. Phil like wrote it out, sent me a chart. I'm like, what the heck? And he's sending me videos of him playing it. I'm like, dude. He like took it to the next level. So man, wow. I, 
I got to get on that, man. I got to, Phil, you got to send me that chart again. I got to, I got to, now that we got time to practice, now I got to be right. Exactly. And post it. I don't know if I can post it with the claps, man. I got to, I got to, yeah. I got to do it with the claps snare. now, too. Snare. <laughs> the snare and the claps just happen. It happens so quick, man. So it's, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. Dude. Yeah, that was good. I agree with I agree with Toka Drums. That was really sick. I saw that post. Okay, Very the next cool. one is Johan underscore BLF. Oh he yeah. Asks, he asks that's a bunch bro. of questions. Okay. Yeah, man. That's, that's the bro, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, um, t- similar to what we were just talking about, what will become of the brand Got Pocket? Um, I don't know if he's um referring to like what you know, us being in this quarantine situation or what, but he says, what's the, what's going to become of the brand? Oh man. Well, as of right now, we're, um, I mean, we're still in, we're still operating, man. We're still working on releasing new products. Um, you know, as long as of course the printing companies are still up and running, we're, yeah. we're still moving, man. So that's, yeah, cool. I'm just going to keep, keep pushing it, man. I heard that you guys are working on a collaboration with the Drum Brigade. I'm just saying, I heard. I don't. Oh, yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we're open to it. We're yeah. open to it. Okay, next, uh, same from from the same listener, Johan underscore BLF. Are you planning uh, other projects like the Four Corners, YouTube, or personal? Uh, yes, the Four Corners. We have we have an album that we're working on, uh, recording and releasing. So. Hopefully nice. we should be recording that. Well, we plan to record it uh, in April, but that's probably not going to happen now due to the uh, the pandemic. So um, hopefully we'll be able to record that and get it out sometime this year. But that's the next. That's the next that. thing, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> man. Um, next question: um, How did you manage all of this work that requires a lot of involvement? Um, so how do you manage it? It's tough, man. Like that's another that's another thing too. What I was saying earlier about um about me having so much time due to the um the pandemic, that's another thing. It's giving me it's allowing me time to figure out how to balance everything I'm involved in. Yeah. Aside from aside from the side projects like the me playing for different artists, um working with different artists, I'm I'm really being I'm really able to to now really uh, figure out how to balance my own projects. But when that, you know, when I am gigging and, um, you know, playing and working for different artists, um, the way I manage it is by having a schedule and like everything, having everything planned, like time, like one hour, look, one hour spend time on this. The next hour I'm learning music. Uh, this hour, um, I'm working on stuff we got pockets. So just having a having a calendar and a schedule that's what helps me to really stay on point and manage everything without missing uh, anything. Yeah, I think for us it's the same. I rely so much on my um, my Google Calendar. I have everything, yeah, every lesson, every gig, every load in time, every single everything. thing, yeah. every podcast time, everything is loaded into my Google Calendar. And yeah, man, I'm, I rely on that. When there was yeah. when we were gigging like crazy, I dude, I had stuff like I don't know if you get you've had this if you ever travel out of the country and mm-hmm. your your Google Calendar shifts. Man, I've had I some panic that. moments, man, uh, where I'm like, me oh too. no. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so yeah. Me too, bro. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is just using that Google Calendar. Um, yeah, man, yeah. Two more from Johan. It says, uh, why the name J Rod? 
Man, that's a good question. Um, well, I know how it started. Um, when I had, when I was in the band, um, this was like in my early, early years of my uh, career. Um, the keyboard player in the band, dude, I, I don't know where it came from, but he was just like, hey, J-Rod, let J-Rod solo. This was yeah, during, like during the gig, on the gig. He just said, let J-Rod solo. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know how he I don't know how he came up with that, but I took it and roll I took it and roll with it. I mean yeah. and of course it's um it's just an abbreviation of what my name is. And it's it's Gerard, by the way. Oh okay. yeah, that's my that's my uh that's my full name. Uh well middle name. Um so he just took J Rod from Gerard and that's what I okay. that's what I roll with. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Um and last one. Um how the meetings went with all the brands that you endorse, like Vic Firth, Pearl, et cetera, et cetera. How did the meetings go? Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, did you have to have meetings with these companies to, to get endorsements? I don't, I, that's not really the way it works, but. Uh, no, nah, so he, so pretty much all of them, well, they were, all of them were um, via email. Yeah. Um, email or phone call. Mm-hmm. So I mean they all went well, obviously, but um I guess how we how we communicate on a regular basis is either through phone or email. Yeah. Um so yeah, and then of course uh, you know, I'll see them in them mm-hmm. every once a year if I if I go, but yeah, so that's how we you know, that's how we communicate and um stay in touch. Yeah, I yep. think um these guys like you guys you know, if you're trying to get an endorsement with somebody, you don't have to like schedule a meeting with them and then sit down and and negotiate and all this stuff. Right, you, kind right, of, right. you kind of just um you either know somebody, you meet somebody at NAM like like you mentioned, you you know, or you just cold call, reach out, send an email and right. kind of go, "Hey, you know, or if you have a manager or something, they they do it." Um yeah. so they um you just you just kind of, I, with my endorsements, I try to befriend all these companies and I won't endorse somebody that I'm not cool with. So, right. um, I want to believe in their brand. I want to, um, be friends with them. I want to be able to hit them up and chat with them. Um, yeah, absolutely. I need something or not. That's how you absolutely. form a nice relationship with these companies. So absolutely, um, man. Yeah. And absolutely. so that, and that for me, I'll oh, go ahead. No, I was I was about to say that's actually how most of my uh relationships with the brands are. Like um especially with Pearl, like I have a great relationship with uh, the the rep there. Yeah. But um I, I want to say too as far as endorsements go, um initially I guess when I first learned about endorsements and found out that I could be endorsed with some of these companies, of course just like any other, you know, any other young drummer, you're going to want to reach out to them and, you know, ask yeah. them for an endorsement. But the more, um, I guess as years went by, a few years went by and I started, I began to, um, you know, build my social media. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing that the companies look for. They look right. for, you know, they look for people who post con- uh, consistently on social media and are uh, visible, you right. know, so by me so that's what i that's what i focused on um going forward was just you know building my brand building my content up and eventually these companies reached out so i would say i would say to any young um aspiring drummer or musician to you know just really focus on building your brand that's the main you know that should be the main thing 
Because um, once you do that, the endorsements will they'll come. They'll come yeah. to you. And you have to think about, you know, first of all, why do you want to play their stuff? And why would they want right. you? What do you right. bring to the table? Right. Um, it's a partnership. That's, yeah, that's what a lot of people don't realize is there's a lot yeah. of companies where I'm like, I've turned down some people where I'm like, yeah, it's not really a fit. Like I, I yeah. love, I love your stuff, but it's not a fit for me. Right. And you have to be kind of honest with yourself. Not that you don't want to get help, but it's, it's like, you have to think about what your brand is and yep. what is going to work for you, you know? And, yep. and so, yeah, we've talked about that extensively on this show before on how to get endorsements. And we've talked with, we've talked with like different people that are in the industry on what they look for, for endorsements and stuff like that. Right. But dude, if you guys are watching or listening to, to Gerard, sorry, I called you Jared. Good, before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's a perfect example. That's somebody that has social media presence, has a brand, has an image, has a look, has a style, has the skills, all that stuff. You're going to represent these companies in a good way and um, bring people to their company and help people. Like we just got a, a comment on your free floating snare that sounded right. so dope. So that's why you have an endorsement. So other right. people are going to be like, what is that snare? I want to get that snare. I want exactly. to get that sound. You yep. guys got to think about that. Yep. So yeah. Um, Jerry, Okay, J Rod. There we go. Okay, I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> Do you have a few uh, more yeah, minutes? Bro. Do you have a few more minutes to spend with us? Maybe like ten or fifteen more minutes, so we can. Uh... Yeah, yeah, sure. Don't make fun of our funny drops, man. <laughs> nah, man, kill them, bro. <laughs> Got the dub, step, dub, step. All right, Drum Brigade Podcast, Episode Seventy Five with Gerard Sullivan. Um, so, so happy you came on, man. Thank you so much. Brought to you by Revolution Drum. Uh, we're grateful for them as well. We're going to spin the wheel of death. Um, it's, cool. no, don't worry. Nobody dies. It's all good. I always say that. Every time. <laughs> Get some random cool. questions here. Um, all right. all right. So here we go. <laughs> all right. This one, um, this, this, uh, maybe you haven't dealt with this, but, um, we haven't had this one in a while. Okay. You go to a gig, you go to a gig, the guy doing sound for you is grumpy sound, man. That's what we call him. He's yeah. mad. He's pissed off. He's, he's upset that he's not a musician and he's doing sound. He doesn't greet you. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't ask you if you want this or that in your monitor mix. He's just, he's just him. How do you soften his heart into being a good sound man? <laughs> into being a good sound man. That's a good question. Um, well, I have dealt with that situation before, actually with my band. Um, what we do, you know, we'll we'll just, you know, we'll remain normal and just yeah. continue to be positive. Usually what happens is we'll play during sound check. And after sound check, their whole mood changes. Uh, yeah. Because they're like, oh, man, what's you guys are, you know, you guys are killing, man. Like, you know, they all like, what do you need? What do you need over here? What do you need over? The whole mood changes. Like we've dealt, we've dealt with that before. And that's, I mean, we just continue to, you know, be positive and, you know, just let him have his, have his moment, you know? <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it'll change. But yeah, there's no reason to be like that though, man. But yeah, that's usually, that's usually what happens. 
Yeah, I've dealt I've dealt with that same situation where you know I, yeah. I just hate when you're trying so hard to be nice and you're just yeah. like, yeah, man, if if you can, can you just turn that knob a little bit, just a little bit more? And he's just like, it's the end of the world. It's like, man, what did I do to you? <laughs> right. So right. I guess my Nothing. my move, yeah, my move is just kind of keep my mouth shut, don't let my attitude get in the way, and just yep. just kind of be like, thank you so much. And if you're a grumpy sound man, you're a grumpy sound man. But I have. I have ruined the whole show by trying to get all like, oh, you can't just turn it up a little bit, have like an attitude right. with somebody. And they're like, okay, well, I'll fix you. You know, you're, you know, you're right. going to, you're going to be the worst sounding member of your band now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, no I've reason. seen some, I've seen some guys like just try to like, you know, buy them a beer. I've seen a, I've, I've been in some bands where we've thrown them a tip. We've given yeah. like before we start the show. Hey man, I just want to thank you. I know how it is. I'm a I'm a sound engineer too, and give them like fifty bucks or something. And you know that's a lot. It's a big tip, but that changes the yeah. dude. You want to see a sound man change his attitude immediately? Yeah, <laughs> do that. Uh, Funky Phil, what, what about you? Yeah, man. I mean, um, I've definitely tried to buy a sound guy a beer before. Um, yeah, but I'm usually just like overly nice, and it, I don't know, but I I feel like. I've also spent a good amount of time narrowing down what my absolute essential is in my mix. Like if mm-hmm. I can, if I can only have like two things going through my speaker, I know what it is. So if I have to just, yeah. you know, if I don't want to give them a whole list of things to fix, I can just be like, just give me kick drum and bass and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to make a sound man really mad. I play I play in a twenty piece big band and um yeah. like a big band orchestra and they're um they're like, So what do you want in your monitor? And I'm like, Yeah, if you could just give me a good mix of everything. It's like it's like five <laughs> trumpets, five saxes, like they're just like, Are you serious? You want everything? And I'm just like, wow. Oh man, just give me what you can. <laughs> like right. but I've got I've kind of learned how to just man make the best out of a bad situation you know and, yeah you have to i mean that's why we're professionals you know yeah exactly yep okay, okay next next one who would play you in a movie this is actually good because you can see us most of the time. They're like, I don't know what you fools look like. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, okay. So who would play you in a movie, man? I don't even know. I can't, I can't think of something. Um, you already look like a movie star, man. You could, you, anybody really? could play, you could play yourself. <laughs> I look like a caveman right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I haven't shaved in a week, weeks, <laughs> man. I don't know, man. I don't I think, know. That uh, we are everybody already we already know like we've already talked about who would play me. I think who would play me now? Maybe um one one of the key and peel guys. Either one yeah, of them. Either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe they, that, yeah. Funky Phil, what about that. you? Giovanni, whatever his name is. Yeah, that's the only one people have said that they thought I was I looked like Giovanni Rabisi, but I mean, yeah, maybe see that too. glasses. I've heard know. I've heard Kyrie Irving for me before. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe one. someday they'll will, you know, we'll have to um see that in real life. Somebody will be playing playing right. us on a in a movie. Let me get another That'd one. That'd be dope. Whoops. People are clapping for that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your childhood hero? Childhood hero. 
So I wonder, mm. uh, maybe we should say like, if it doesn't have to be drum related, but it can be if you want. Okay. Man, let me think. All I do is watch cartoons, man. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> um, man, I don't know, bro. Spider-Man? <laughs> okay. Spider-Man, yeah. I wasn't really yeah, a super I wasn't really a superhero guy, but um or like a cartoon guy. I I mean, maybe, but for okay, drum related, my my childhood hero was Dennis Chambers, of course. Um mm. I thought I I thought he was amazing. I would have dreams of like hanging out. <laughs> like playing wow. like him giving me lessons and stuff. Wow. Um so I think I mean, but that was like teenage years. So yeah. I wasn't childhood hero, childhood. I had a friend. I had a when I was a real little kid, my family was friends with this other family and their oldest son, he was like way older than me. Um his yeah. name was Jeff and he he actually passed away, but he um his name was Jeff and when I was a kid, everything I had, I had a bird. I named my bird Jeff. I named all my stuffed animals or whatever. When I, well, I'm talking like five years old or something, wow. everything was named Jeff. And then I named myself Jeff. So my mom would be like, Corey, Corey. And I would not answer until she called me Jeff. Wow. <laughs> like, she'd be like, Jeff. And then I would come running like, yeah. So I, <laughs> so I think that was my, that was my childhood hero. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. Good. For no reason. He wasn't like, wasn't a drummer. Wasn't nothing. He was just a dude. I like, I really liked when I was a kid. He was like my friend. Wow. You know? That's crazy, so. man. <laughs> what about you, Phil? I don't know, man. I, I cannot like my dad, I guess. I, I yeah. My dad was the coolest dude in the universe. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That's cool. My dad was, my dad was cool. <laughs> my dad is cool. What did I say? <laughs> Mine is too, man. No, yeah. my dad. <laughs> my dad, my dad influenced me the most on, um, uh, being a, being a drummer or like, you know, he helped me to pursue that. And, um, yeah, so mine did too, man. Yeah. I look, I yeah. really think that's a lot of people don't have that. I had, I had a lot of support right. in that world. So yeah, bro. Really me cool. too, bro. Yeah. He actually, um, my dad, he actually, I, I was involved in sports too. So he actually helped me to make the decision to transition into pursuing it at mm -hmm. pursuing drumming as a career. Um, cool. cause I really wanted to play football, but, I just didn't have the size. I didn't have the oh, size yeah. to really go further with that. So he was like, "Man, you're passionate about music, so pursue that." So yeah, that's that. He helped. He helped me to make that make that decision. Yeah, that's cool. The same for me. Yeah. Like I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I was into different kinds of sports. I wasn't into like when I was really young. Actually, I was into um, like basketball. I'm. I'm real. It doesn't look like it, but I'm really tall. I'm like six four. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> like wow. and so uh, my. I wanted to play sports so bad. And a lot of coaches wanted me when I was in school and in, in junior yeah. high and then high school. But my dad was like, nah, that's not, yeah. that's not really what you're going to do. And so, but then when I got into, I got serious about drumming. I've always played drums since I was a little kid, probably similar to your situation. I read that you were <laughs> playing at two years old and it's the same for me. I was, yeah. I was playing drums at two years old. So um, when I got serious about that, that's when my dad took a different approach. He's like, okay, you want a drum set? you got to work for it. I'm not just going to buy you a drum set, you know? And so I sold my bicycle to get a drum set and I, like, you know, so, some, we all have similar stories, but right. um, that was kind of my dad helped me to take it serious. And he's like, if you really want to do this, I'll help, but I'm not going to sure. just buy you a drum set, buy you lessons, all this stuff. He's like, you got to work for it, you know? And so that's, yeah. that's helped my work ethic now as an adult. It's cool. Right. Um, okay. One more. 
Let's do this. Let's make this one the last one. Uh, we get this one a lot, but um, I'm sure our listeners would like to know. Uh, give us three things that people may not know about you. This one's harder than it sounds. Ooh, three things. <laughs> three things people huh. may not know about you. It doesn't have to be intense. It could be like, I really, 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 really like ice cream or something. You know? Okay. <laughs> three things. Um, let's see. Oh, well, one thing is e- this is easy. So I program and arrange live shows for different artists. Oh, cool. That's one thing. Uh, um, two, what else? Uh, man, this is hard, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do I do? Shoot. Um, <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. I don't know what else. To, well, let's see. I play bass. Okay. I play bass guitar. I didn't know that. I know some, I know some people know that. Um, Oh, three would be easy. I also wear glasses oh. in contact. I didn't know that. See, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. I wear glasses <laughs> in contact, man. I have horrible, horrible vision. Wow. That's yeah. cool. I wear I wear glasses too. I was that wasn't that long ago that I was like not wearing glasses and then I went to the eye doctor and they were like, You're gonna be a full time glasses wearer unless you want contacts. So here wow. I am look here I am looking like a nerd. Hey, <laughs> Just kidding. Um <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go, Phil, because you Cause you always take a long time. So I got three new things. Okay. One thing maybe people know, but I'm, I've been a vegetarian for like eight years, seven years. Um, uh, so maybe people don't know that, but I, I'm not one of those like meat is murder people. I just, think yeah. it's healthier for me. And I, my wife is not a vegetarian, but, um, I am, and I don't plan on ever changing. So that's one. Okay. Two. <laughs> that's cool. All right. Yeah. Phil's vegetarian too. Um, nice. sorry if I took, I just took one of yours, Phil, but, uh, <laughs> um, t- let's see two, two, uh, See, this is hard, man, because we always we have we've always have to give different ones. All right, two people may not know that this is personal, but people may not know that I have been married twice. So this is my second marriage. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, you don't need to know why. Everybody exactly, that's man. listening, it just it didn't work out. And yeah. you know, let's yeah, and let's just say the mouse the mice will play when the drummer's away on tour. So okay. <laughs> Yep. And that's, I don't mean me. I mean, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Anyways. Right, that's right. Two. <laughs> um, and number three, number three, number three, I've never grown my beard out this much. All right. There you go. Boring, boring, but my face itches, man. I have like a sweater. I don't know how you do it, man. How do you have a beard like that? And my face is killing me right now, man. <laughs> I started my, my beard started growing in about, Sixth grade, man. Really? Oh my god! I had a I had a big old mustache at one time. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Wow. Yeah, I for really? sure did not have that in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most I've ever grown. Yeah, I feel like I look like sixth grade, man. I feel like I, feel I look like, like such a grease ball right now like with this hair wow. it, it's it's crazy i've never had it so i'm gonna keep it going while we're on quarantine i'm gonna keep it going man hey man that's what I'm for. <laughs> <laughs> all right funky phil give us three things okay three things one thing i've been um leveling up at mastering audio so i'm learning how to do that 
which is yeah it's it's phil's doing remote it's um, remote drum tracking at his house yeah but and, and audio mastering is a whole different world it's crazy um I now can teach online drum lessons. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then nope. uh, the third one is I, I, I'm jumping on the beard train. Um, I usually one of the reasons I haven't been growing a, a long beard is because I hate getting soup in my beard. <laughs> it grosses me out. I can't take it. So I'm like I just can't do it. But I yeah. like I like soup. You must eat a lot of soup, Phil. I do. I love soup. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> I love that our third one or well my th- well yeah, I love that we're all we we can all relate on the beard train even though this is hardly a beard compared to you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> nah, man. You, still, you still have a beard, man. All good. <laughs> oh man. Dude, this has been really great, man. We really appreciate you coming on and um you know, just just being on the drum brigade with us, man. It's really cool. Thanks um, for having me, man. Yeah, really great what you're doing. Like I like I said before here, I'm gonna turn this down manually, Phil, because I know you can mix it later, but normally Phil turns this down for us and it doesn't cool. it's, yeah, okay, anyways. Oh hold on, Phil, hold on. All right, gosh, messing me up here doing this remotely. Okay, continuing on. Um, if people want to follow you or follow your band or follow your brand, mm-hmm. um, Obviously, on Instagram, it's J Rod Sullivan at J Rod yep. Sullivan. On Instagram, it's the Four Corners. Corners is with a K. Yep. And, and number then, four. And number four, yeah, number four. Yep. And then um, your brand got pocket apparel, or is just it, got pocket? Got pocket. Got pocket yep. on Instagram. How about your yep. websites? Can you fill us in on your websites? Yeah. So my web, my personal website is J Rod Sullivan dot com. And the band, the Four Corners, is the Four Corners, same as the Instagram. Um, and Got Pocket is gotpocketapparel.com. Sweet. Yep. And then there's also a bunch of stuff with your endorsements. Like you can see what symbols you use. If you go to zildjian.com, you can see what drums yep. you play, all that stuff. All your endorsements are listed on your Instagram. I mean, not your yep. Instagram, your website. Website. And, yep. um, yeah, and all that stuff. So. Man, you have a lot of followers, but if you don't follow J-Rod, go and follow, man, because you will see some amazing drumming and thank you, bro. You know, support his brand, support all his stuff, support his endorsements. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Man, we'd love to have you on again sometime. Um, Anytime, that's why we man. don't do the typical, like, how did you get your start history thing? We just do like yeah. out. So we'll have to I love it, man. Again, man. Yeah, man. Thanks Absolutely, again. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon, man. Nice to meet you, too. You too, man. Oh boy. <laughs> yes, sir. Dude, Gerard J. Rod Sullivan Whew. came on the show. It's what big. A, what a cool dude. Dude, insane. Great. Like, I could tell, like, he seems like a stand up guy, but I've never met him before. I've just seen a lot of his videos and stuff. Man, what a. What a great what a great guest for this episode. Like I just go off on a rant. I'm on a soapbox about social media and then this dude comes on who's like very successful with social media and just kind of fixes everything. And like now I'm like, yeah, I should try wearing my shirt and making drum videos. Like, you know what I mean? It's like we didn't really think about that. It's very simple, but you know, it's just very cool. Very very much a cool thing, man. Like read a great guest. Yeah. Stoked that he came on. 
And um, dude has dude is one of the like unique ones that kind of has it together. Like can play like the way that he plays is the way that he is. It's very polished. It's very precise. It's very like um, it, it's it's very authentic, you know. Or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's precise. It's authentic. It's it's um correct. Like the way that he he plays, he's his technique is very con- correct. Mm-hmm. And um, he's real deliberate. It seems like what's that? He's real deliberate. Deliberate, yeah. And so it seems like that's how his life is too. You know, his brand is very simple. It's very direct. It's very like. It just it says everything, and that's how he is too, man. He's very like centered. It's cool, yeah. very cool, man. Thanks again to Jared for coming. Sure, Jared, J Rod, for coming on. I will. I, I I'm gonna keep messing. Up. I always mess up everybody's name, dude. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, anyways, um, Funky Phil, we did our first remote podcast. It worked. And I'm very proud. This well, we fun. haven't put it out yet. I don't know. Maybe maybe I forgot to hit record. I don't know, but. Oh. <laughs> Wait, let me double check. Now I'm like, no, it's recording still. It's recording still. It will be good. Yeah, we'll be good. We've done we've done some crazy stuff and we've made it work. So this, this is just fun, another thing. Though. It was kind of nice having the video being able to see the guest's face and stuff. And yeah. Uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, you... I'm really grateful that we had somebody that was reasonable enough to be like, "Okay, cool. I'll just download this app and do a a face-to-face podcast with you guys." You yeah. know, like I feel like some drummers would just be like, uh, nah, man, just give me a number to call. We might have to you know? do this more often. This might, I know we might have to make this our new, even though we'll be in the same room usually. Yeah. Um, it could be cool to have our, our guest like on video. So it's like they're in the studio. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I think, I wonder if the audio is going to be better too. It's really cool. It sounded good to me. Yeah. 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 Really cool. There was a, a couple times there was a little bit of latency, um, on his end, um, where I couldn't, I couldn't quite hear him. It was like lagging a little bit. It was probably the same for him, but mm-hmm. all in all, I think we're good. I think we're good. So, um, man, okay, let me hold on a second. Uh, uh. Let me turn this down a little bit. Okay, see, I'm just walking you guys through it because it's <laughs> we're just we're learning as we go, Phil. Right? Well, this is a new situation. Yeah. So cool. bear with people. Thanks for your patience today. Yeah. Thanks for your patience with me getting on a very negative soapbox today. It wasn't a funny one. This was real <laughs> life. I do have a funny one. We're gonna have to save that for next week. We do have another. I think Terrence Higgins is coming on Sweet. next week. Um. So we'll we'll have to uh, make sure that happens. Hope I'm not giving anything away and falling into a random situation like again. Anyways, what am I even saying? He is coming on. We're gonna have a great episode again. Yeah. Right, Phil? we got to be positive. Yeah. Um, thanks again to J-Rod for coming on. Man, what a great band he plays in. What a great drummer he is. Thank you, Funky Phil, for setting this whole thing up. And, yeah, Phil's giving me a heart. Like, heart. Um, it's not an emoji, but it's just like a... You're With putting my your hands, hands together. Through the camera. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> thanks to uh, Revolution for being a part of our, our podcast, supporting our podcast. Once again, guys, if you guys want to save some money on some amazing products, go to RevoDrum.com. Check out what they got. Follow RevoDrum um, Revolution Drum Products on Instagram. Type in the code uh, DRUMBRIGADE15 at checkout. Save yourself 15% on their already affordable products. And um, yeah, go and do that. And uh, yeah, thanks to those guys for supporting the Drum Brigade podcast. All right, Phil. 
Let's wrap this thing up. You got lessons. I got things to do. Yeah. It's been real. Episode 75 of the Drum Brigade podcast. Oh, boy. I did it. Online. Online. Yeah. Remote <laughs> podcast. Remote podcast. I forgot about that. How y'all doing? Hello, friends. How y'all doing? Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.